Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's the Nerdy Podcast hosted by two, no, hosted by Northern Nerds, sorry. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And this we're week... Podcast Grant and Jake. Hi. It's always weird which way to point because you don't know which screen they're on or, or in, in that type of reaction. <laughs> 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 yes, um, this week's podcast uh, we changed up a little bit. We moved to a Sunday to fit in, uh, like say, a few, like say, of our guests, just because, like I say, this week's going to be a little bit interesting. It's going to probably be a little bit dark, as with our cameras and stuff. Um, <laughs> and it's going to be. Um, I would say very interesting this week because I, I think like not a lot of people will think this is a quite a nerdy subject, but I think it's massively uh, on the spectrum um, for what we're going to what we normally do or what we normally get into. Uh, we're going to do a conspiracy theory nerd nerd talk, shall we say? So yes, uh, we're going down the rabbit hole, hole bitches. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the looking glass, people. <laughs> looked on the live thing i don't look too bad i don't look oh. as pretty as i thought i was gonna um before we go any further i do want to do a quick disclaimer i don't actually have it written down so you'll have to bear with me but just to say that anything that we talk about in this episode especially in this episode is our opinions and our opinions alone that please don't come for us about how you think we're wrong or you know we are we're going to try and do our best to keep it you know on the level and um, fun. <laughs> yeah, keep it fun, keep it friendly, and let's keep the toxic. I've done it again. See, when I don't have it written down, I'm crap. Um, the toxicity out of fandom. Out of fandoms. <laughs> Think yes. of system of a down. Waiting for Grant to break out in a song there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so yeah, so. Um, we did an X Files episode a few, uh, probably a few months back now, but it feels a few a few weeks back, um, where we did touch on this and we had a little bit of fun breaking down, like I say, a bit of conspiracy theories and and things that uh, me, Sam, and uh, the lovely Vic enjoys and stuff, and it was quite refreshing and and like I say, we thought we'd make a topic about it. and as soon as we mentioned it, Jake and Grant were all over it. I think, uh, like I say, <laughs> uh, if we were going to have like a lone gunman type situation, I think definitely uh, used to. <laughs> used to definitely in that van. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I heard aliens were mentioned, I was like, oh, pick me, pick me. <laughs> so yes, so let, let's get started uh, with the whole conspiracy theory. Like six, this delves into such a vast uh, area of topics as well and it breaches from the absolutely ridiculous to the ones where you think oh that potentially does have um like some merit as well and even to the point where like there's certain elements to conspiracy theories in films and film plots are quite like um the different take and different stories too as well so uh -huh. hopefully we will touch on a lot of things there so what i want to start off with is just getting like what kind of started the bug like of questioning the, the authority or uh thinking that maybe there is something else out there that you weren't quite know of so uh start with you jake what what kind of started the fire and yeah i'd say like um definitely as a kid I would have definitely seen some X-Files when I was too young to see that. Um, and obviously I wouldn't have been understanding much at the time, but you know, 
like the themes of like the truth is out there and how uh, Mulder's uh, the only one who like nobody believes and he's always trying to like plead his case to like the higher ups every week and getting his cases shut down and taken off him. Um, but also, um, it would have been that TV show. Was it like Unexplained Mysteries or? Yes. Yeah, it would have been stuff like that where it was just like. There was never any like clear answers to anything. It was always like left very open ended with the had, questions. A lot of people had amnesia in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch it, there's not an episode that someone didn't have amnesia in that time period. <laughs> and watch them now. They're so good. They still hold up. Oh yeah, terrifying when you're a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's definitely where it came from. I think there was a little bit of a boom in the 90s of like uh, anti-government sort of like conspiracy yeah. <laughs> shows, however real they may have been. <laughs> I loved uh, Mulder's, like every time Mulder was in the actual show and so in the X-Files, he had like a kind of like a childhood op- optimism. Uh, when when he, when he was given these cases and stuff, he always tried to believe like, and, and we always had like Scully is like looking out and like trying to rationalize and everything where he was just, like, wide-eyed saying this is happening this is real and you kind of like went along the, like the, with with them on that i love that element of the x-files that was kind of like a childhood childhood innocence in a way yeah you were always like shut up dana <laughs> just let him have fun <laughs> yeah and the and they did it well where like half the times he'd be right half the time she'd be right for a little while and then obviously as the series went on it was like oh yeah there's aliens <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, what about you, Grant? What was your like your like step into the, the world of? Can I just point out we're back on Gillian Anderson again, guys? Hi. Always end up back on Gillian Anderson. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> to, to be fair, you're doing well. When someone said, "Oh, shut up, uh, Dana," when Grant would have happily said something to shut her up or helped us shut up. Obviously, X Files a lot for me as well. Yeah, I was in my early to mid teens. Uh, when X Files came on, like BBC Two in the mid nineties, um, mm. but prior to that, um, the JFK movie for me mm. was one where I just because that, I mean, the cast is amazing. It's yeah. an A list of nerdum, but mm. the JFK conspiracy, I was just like, oh, you're right, it doesn't add up. And I started, yeah. <laughs> I was like, the Oliver Stone went bit. nuts and stuff, wasn't it? Like, like the, the whole take on things. <laughs> Bam, yeah, and, and to the left. <laughs> <laughs> It really brings the conspiracy to life, doesn't it? That entire movie. Um, the last ten minutes is where it really like when it when he's in the courtroom, because the whole film can be very confusing, because um, yeah. there's a lot, lot to take in. But that last ten minutes when he lays it all out, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah. there is definitely something here. Um, yeah, I love that film. I, I must say, like, it, it's it's really confusing for me. <laughs> I can't keep up with everything. <laughs> Did any of you see Umbrella Academy season two as well? Yes. No, I gave up after the first season. I love, I I love it. So, well, yeah. the yeah. thing with it, though, is that the, they are, they're involved in the JFK assassination. <laughs> like, right. Literally in the show, like... Um, so that part was pretty fun to see them like on the grassy knoll, like messing about with like teleport powers and trying to like stop each other from doing anything stupid. <laughs> also got in on the JFK assassination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of culture in that in that um, in that whole conspir- or that whole event. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Cool. What about you, Sam? Oh, so I'm gonna have to be the same as you guys. I'm like we're all in the same age, aren't we? So X Files was like massive when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah x-files um i think i had a conspiracy theory book my sister would probably back me up on this one mm-hmm. i always had a book on something um <laughs> but yeah i think i had a conspiracy theory book as well and obviously gfk was just like center of it mm-hmm. and it was just so fascinating and there's just so yeah. much to take in and um, mm-hmm. so many routes you could go down it yeah so, you know, X-Files and books. No, I think the JFK one is like a prominent one that started out a lot of people because I think a lot of people wanted there to be more or like say, oh, there was more, but it's I don't think it ever came out like fully or it might have been one of them things where it was so obvious it was in plain sight type situations. But it's um, like it's not, it, it's just can't be as black and white as Lee Harvey mm. Oswald went up to the, you know, the mm. book place in Texas and shot him. Like it's mm. it just... There's so many other things going on. Like I just can't see it being as black and white as that. Well, well, I guess was that like one of the first sort of big world events that was like caught on camera? Sort of like it, it had like there was a lot of stuff for people to pour over, like pictures and footage. Mm-hmm. And there's all that stuff about the babushka lady, where there's like some lady in the photo, and then nobody ever like found her afterwards. And it's like, but she. She was standing at like a good angle where she might have known some stuff, and then people are like, "Well, she was a Russian spy," and like all that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That book that I had had by shot Mm -hmm. of the whole thing, so it was like frame by frame, so you Mm. saw everything. So you could, they were like saying, "So if if the book depository is here." Mm-hmm. then the bullet coming here where's that cup do you know what i mean it was like the grassy it was the grassy knoll wasn't it yeah, yeah it was the kid on saying about good how they did it but did anyone um on the 50th anniversary listen to radio 2 no i'm watching listen to radio 2 in a long time they did, the whole, <laughs> they did the whole day minute by minute right it was so interesting like mm-hmm. it was literally from you know, JFK's getting on the plane and it was literally pl- the whole day mm-hmm. was just dedicated to doing a minute by minute of the whole event. Yeah. It was like even going into when um, Lyndon B. Johnson mm-hmm. was sworn in on the, pl- which is just, you've seen mm-hmm. them photographs of him being sworn in on Air Force One. Well, to be fair, all the photographs of that day is just imprinted and horrific. Like they keep on saying, like, I think certain days are imprinted on people's minds. I know we were a bit young for it, but like people always say they know they can remember the day that GFK was shot or when 9-11 happened, they yeah. know exactly when, when, where they were and stuff. But I think before we delve too deep into that, because I think that's going to be like a rich subject um, to go, go into. Mine was a little bit before the X-Files, if I'm going to be honest. It was a little show on Channel 4 that uh, I think we only got one season of. And honestly, it was one of the best TV shows you'll ever see. Anyone want to guess? Erie, Indiana? Erie, Indiana. That was the one. <laughs> seriously? Yeah. Seriously? If you watch that, that as a conspiracy, like, seriously, nuts, um, it was so interesting. It was so ahead of its time. Um, wow. Just for the aspect and, like, the topics. I know everyone always goes to, like, the favourite episodes, like the Tupperware uh, episode yeah. where... Forever Wear. Where the twins get put on, but... Well, my mum's been living in for the last 20 years. <laughs> it's basically, like... <laughs> It's basically a show about, um, like, say, two best friends, Simon and Marshall, where um, Marshall moves to, um, in uh, well, Erie, Indiana, this city, this place where it's so boring and nothing happens. But then it turns out it's, like, the creepiest and weirdest place in the world where, like, dogs uh, are planning taking over the world. Um, the court of the world, like, my favourite episode is where um, Marshall's dad's briefcase gets 
gets miss goes missing lost so he decides to find it and if he, he, he discovers this place where um it's called i forgot what it's called but it's like a lost area where they're basically helping the economy go by by um, state well not what they class as still but taking things so people would lose them and and buy new stuff and that was the whole premise behind it so and uh had like the guy out of the burps in it and the guy out of gremlins like the old bloke but oh, yeah. um as a like say a pre before x-files came out this was as close to the, that type of feeling before uh, anything and like I say, it's an absolute crime that we only got one season of that yeah. Because it was absolutely well ahead about uh, ahead of its time, mm-hmm. but as soon as I watched that, that's when I knew I was like interested in like the weird and the wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a good series. Yeah, like I said, my mum has been living in Forever Wear for <laughs> twenty years. She, but she, my mum absolutely loves Leary Indiana. Like that was one of our favourites. Um, X Files. Like my mum is a bit of a nut. Like she mm-hmm. loves mm-hmm. the idea of a big conspiracy. <laughs> We, yeah, that- we had like a similar show when I was a kid called Round the Twist that was kind of like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the same but it was no. like you know two kids and it weird was stuff creepy went, as fuck it was <laughs> creepy as fuck um but yeah it, it that I would have definitely like seen a lot of that as well and been like oh this is like oh weird stuff's happening every week to like in this weird little it was kind of like a coastal was it like a coastal city and like like Australia or New Zealand. Yeah, that was, it was. The, the, the theme tune used to stick in your head, wasn't it? Have you ever thought that this strange things happen? Go around the twist. Woo. Don't you think that why would you not move from these places? Like, my mum watches a lot of Midsummer Murder. And, and you're like, why are you still living here? Like, all this shit is happening and you're still living in this place. No, I'd be out. I'd be packing my bags and gone. Where's, where's the fun in that though? It's like living dangerously. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was probably my first forty. Then moved into X Files and probably um, a little bit more out there. It wasn't really a conspiracy, but it was like all about alien stuff. The Outer Limits. Or, um, that was more bonkers and and crazy stuff than actually the X Files, just because it used to be standalone episodes. I just remember the uh, Outer Limits actually terrifying us at times, at, like how scary. So, uh, like say some of the episodes, but especially when it comes to aliens. But um, I say that I think that's when my obsession because I did go through a stage of um, probably in my teenage years where I was obsessed. I wanted to read and find out as much about like aliens encounters and if there was a TV show that was about like Roswell and stuff like that. I, I had to like say take it in or breathe it in because when you think about the whole like say well the world and the universe and stuff to think that you, I know we're going to get pretty deep here, but to think we're the only thing like living beings out there is p- pretty like, egotistical to, okay. as, a, as a race to, to think yeah. that. Um, I think the big issue where like I said, the, the discussion comes in is have we been visited? Are we being visited or ha- have they been in the past and not returned? That, I think that's the, the big one. And Grant's going to, have a little word there. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I said I was underprepared, but um, I put a thing out on Facebook for like mates that know conspiracy theories to chuck a few my way. And I, one of my mates chucked the uh, the Fermi paradox mm-hmm. at me with um, the, the dark forest thing. And I found that absolutely fascinating. I said I'd underprepared for this and I did actually go down a little bit of a hole <laughs> um, about how 
as the, the mathematical odds about life being out there is mm -hmm. that obviously there are probably hundreds if not thousands of civilizations in the universe but the dark forest theory is that every single race knows that they're inherently hostile so right. all other alien races they assume other alien races are inherently hostile so we're like like prey kind of creeping around in the dark forest trying not to get caught by the predators i thought it was an amazing <laughs> little thing um <laughs> so basically everyone like so, so every civilization is kind of like got that fear of 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 actually going out there and finding stuff to be to be scared in case that they're going to get attacked when they get get there if that makes is that yeah. is that the premise they don't want to find things because if you find something ultimately you are also found ah. and if you if you find a predator then yeah. you are dead. Yes. Um, you know, except for us, obviously, we're sending the fucking Voyager probe out there with naked pictures of ourselves on it and fucking Elvis records playing. Well, Hello, that... come and eat us. Milky Superhighway. <laughs> that is interesting. You do hear some of that, that um, sort of like the, the governments or the army would like to paint the picture more often than not that we don't want to meet the aliens. Like the aliens are going to yeah. be bad. Um, like that seems to be the only information you get out there, like either fear or like, you know, the population couldn't handle this if this got out, you know, it'd be yeah. like mass hysteria. Um, but yeah, so maybe other, other planets maybe also have that attitude and they're like, we don't want to meet the, the crazy monkey people of Earth. <laughs> to be fair, if, if he's, like, as Grant said, we sent the pictures out and they're looking at our genitalia as well. What the fuck is that? I don't know what I got near that. <laughs> But, but yeah, um, it is an interesting topic when you, when you think about aliens as well, because if they are able to get here, like clearly they're going to be more technologically advanced than us um, to have that type of thing. So again, with a civilization who's advanced that far, would there be still, like say, because I would like to think, I know it's, it's in, like the human race has that in, in, in inability to self-destroy at any given opportunity that, that it, like say, it's either about ego or um, when you, that's self-conscious, that, that's that's inevitably inbred in human thing. Will they have got past that? Will they be able to see things? Like say, say I know it would be nice thought to think if an alien race did come here, that they wouldn't be looking to invade it would be more to do to like say to see what we've got and possibly turn around and go nah because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is the first reaction that humanity would probably do if we had a like an alien race would probably be as it's like that uh that film don't look up when the crazy american was shooting at the comet <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. that, that in essence would probably turn around the same thing. If an alien ship came down, the Amer well, not just the Americans, like uh, humankind would probably turn a gun and, and shoot at it before asking the yeah. questions, why are you here? Yeah, I mean, there is like, there is supposedly documented cases of people taking shots at Bigfoot and stuff like that. <laughs> so like, if, like, yeah, if it was an alien, like that, you'd, you'd yeah, the army would have the the missiles all pointed there, and what if they can detect that? And they're like, "Oh ho ho, <laughs> is that how we're gonna play it?" <laughs> That's like the two like that can like conspiracies that don't embot like don't bother us. I'm not engaged in them. Is Bigfoot and the Loch Ness? Right. Like, my husband is massive into conspiracy theories, and um, he loves anything to do with aliens. And aliens wise, I can get on board with, but when it comes to like Bigfoot and Loch Ness, like I'm out. Like a zone. <laughs> <laughs> not, I mean, 
and I'm trusted. So, and so, so Harry and the Hendersons wasn't like, wasn't your way there. It wasn't a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So John Lithgow didn't make friends with a giant. Oh. Childhood ruined. <laughs> um, the, the Bigfoot one's interesting, right? Because I've heard some like interviews with. Um, either Patterson or Gimlin, the two guys who took that famous footage that gets shown around. Mm-hmm. And like, they, I suppose, cause I suppose they have made money out of it afterwards, which so you could argue like, well, it, it pays for them to make up a story, but like the sound dead genuine. And I think he's like 80 years old at this point. And I'm just like, I, like, I don't know why they would lie. It might yeah. not have been a Bigfoot. It might've been someone playing a hoax on them, yeah. but, um, it's Don't definitely a weird video. <laughs> you say that a good liar can tell the story the same way over and over again. It's mm. the people who are telling the truth that can change and chop and change things because obviously your memory starts to play like tricks on you. Like, did you say that? Did I do that? But a yeah. good liar will tell the same story every time. And there will well, be that's an interesting thing. <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I, I listen to a lot of crime podcasts. <laughs> I'm his head, so I'm like, I'm on the right track here. <laughs> good lie, you can just, we'll just lay it all out as in, because mm. they've rehearsed it so many times, there's no mm. error in what they say, but someone who's telling the truth mm. will, you know, the memory, you'll like start thinking back on, well, did I do that? Did I move to the left? Did I move, do you know, and mm. your story will change ever so slightly. I think with the the Bigfoot one, I, like well, not just Bigfoot. Like when it comes to like the the ancient monsters that say kicking about like Loch Ness, I always find it hard to to get on board with just because there's never there's never any practical evidence. I know, like say in the American or in the wilderness, um, like especially in the forestry areas, it's, it's it's almost impossible to search every area and stuff like that. But there's never been anybody's. There's never any like been any kind of like bones or um other than footprints which can be man-made at any time it's there's never been any found like yeah. other than sketchy videos because if you could get a ske- sketchy photograph or a sketchy video surely the same as us pass away if, if like or if there's yeah. a tribe of them they go for a thing surely we should have especially with everything that we have like satellites and stuff it, it's it's getting it's taken away a little bit of the mystery in the world, like say, well, that because it's harder to hide things and stay like stay yeah. hidden. Yeah. Um, so that's so that's when the conspiracy theories change the story, <laughs> add to the narrative, <laughs> and they go, well, what about what? Well, Bigfoot what could be. He could be an interdimensional being, and we're just right. seeing a crossover <laughs> of the dimensions. Multiverse. Multiverse. Are they like, yeah, like I've heard that theory before that they kind of occupy the same space, and sometimes we see flashes into like the wrong sort of dimension, <laughs> and that's why there's no evidence. Like the langoliers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but God. I, but, but I am. Like I say, good, no, no, good point you brought up there, Jay, about like say the dimension and uh, interdimensions and stuff. Um, sorry to take the segue. I've, I've just been, I've just watched the show on. I know I'm gonna go like the, the History Channel. I know they're not renowned for having the most uh, cred, credit worthy like say historian shows for on Sky and stuff like when they've got like ancient aliens and stuff. But there's one called uh, Skinwalker <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch. No, but I do put it on my list to watch, though. That story is absolutely nuts. I can't really follow it. I can't say I've followed it because it's so complicated, but yes, go on. I have time to listen to podcasts on it, and I just, like, I'm getting it. There's about two seasons of it out now, but um, it's basically this um, 
ranch in Utah and the Utah Basin, where it's kind of um, half on, in, uh, like I say, on Native American or was Native American land as well. But it's such a bizarre place. It was taken over by like a, a billionaire, a, a tech, something Bigelow or something like that. I can't remember his name. Mm. Uh, I'll probably do a Google search in a second. But um, he bought it in the early 70s or 80s done a shit ton of research because like like it, this ranch has everything from alien sightings uh cattle mutilations um werewolves um any anything like say paranormal went on on this ranch and this billion this tech billionaire done loads of research then he sold up to this other uh, millionaire or billionaire and they got this guy in from NASA who's on every single history channel that, that goes from like Curse of Oak Island to um, like he's, he's a renowned NASA scientist to give him that but he's one of these people who's like does, and they've done actual tests where they found uh, gamma radi- radiation microwave radiation like in different areas but it kind of moved around and there was like almost like when they've done searches where they've done in the sky there was kind of like when it got so far up there was almost like a force field or some kind of like field that interfered with everything. Like they've done a weather balloon and after they've done so many tests with this weather balloon and said it, they've never lost it or never lost the data. Guess what? It goes missing. They can't find it. Uh, they never retrieve it. Anything that they send up so high in the, in the sky, it kind of just gets fried. And then the, mm. every time they dig, things start to happen. Like if they dig in the ground, so they had like rules where they weren't allowed to test the soil or anything like that. Um, because one of the guys who uh, was part of the digging things ended up getting like a, a huge tumor in the back of his head mm. through through like the radiation. And then if they went in this this barn and stuff, there was like high levels of radiation just fluctuating. And they got people in, and they said, "Oh, um, they think it's an in, like a dimensional rift." That was one of the explanations where these aliens would come come along and well not aliens like other beings from another dimension and and kind of interact with these people where like say there was beasts and uh, that destroyed cattle the one of the cattle like actually you see die in season one and they don't touch the body and they leave it they, they, well they get a veterinary out of test and it died of being scared of fear killed mm. the killed the cattle and then nice. years later the body still hadn't decomposed compost as noble it was still like mm-hmm. like it was living but the tissue hadn't aged or anything like that so it was kind of like proper batshit crazy stuff going on in this show but um it's it's a very much done produced like a history channel show like yeah. if, you, if you've ever watched the curse of oak island it's very like loads of stuff wanting to happen but you don't really get many results mm-hmm. but this one you do yeah. get little bits of results like um you see little things in the sky that they can't explain which again might be camera trickery or might be thing, but it's if anything that if you like, like say the conspiracy theory, uh, theory side of it, it's quite interesting because shit, because they do actually record lots of yeah. these uh, gamma radiations that shouldn't be there. Well, that's a really good segue to one of my one of my favorite um, conspiracies or yeah, government cover-ups is the Arizona lights. Mm-hmm. With the, the lights in Arizona, where they're in the shape of the triangle. Yeah, that was over Washington as well, wasn't it? Just yeah, the same time. It was sighted in, it was first sighted in Arizona, and then it was sighted later on in the tri. The government tried to say it was flares. <laughs> Literally, they're in a triangle. In formation, yeah. In formation, <laughs> not moving, not flickering. 
-hmm. and the government trying to say it was flares and I love going down rabbit holes on that one I think it's so interesting especially listening to all the footage mm -hmm. because it's in a time when cameras were they weren't great mm -hmm. but there was still like you could still make it out then yeah. like definitely there <laughs> There was actually video footage of it as well. And I think it was, I know uh, it was even in the British tabloids that like across, uh, across America, these these giant triangle things that were flying out. They didn't make a, too much of a big deal, but they never really did explain it. There was either, as I said, I've tested a new like special vehicle out or like that that, that they tend to do. Um, but I, I always think it's quite interesting because um, there was a show I was watching um, a while ago they said basically how the American government kind of lets out the information about like UFOs or uh, about new aircraft was through like the shit newspapers or the shit thing like the Inquirer, I think it was called in America. Like this oh really God, that re amazing. Yeah. It was kind of <laughs> like um woman sleeps with Bigfoot, but yep. uh, in the background there was always like a, a kind of a true story. But did you know who started up the Inquirer? No. former head of the cia <laughs> really? true story it, like it was uh, he was uh, one of the one of the people that was head of the cia during um during i think it was during the 60s possibly i might be getting the dates wrong but he was a, a, a former cia uh, like head of the cia who opened up the inquiry and apparently the rumor is well the, the conspiracy is that it was the way from them to release information but do it in a way that no one would ever believe it. Isn't that in the Men in Black though? Like, isn't kind of Men in yeah. Black? Yeah. Like, uh, he checks like married an axe murderer as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he he makes he checks like the the rubbish papers and then they're like, oh, my husband's a bug, and they're like, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was it was headed like it was started by the like one of the big guys in the CIA. That's awesome. That mm. the magazine's class. I always used to look for it when I went to Florida. Always, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's because some of the stuff that comes out, like say the batch of crazy ones, but it's always the ones that it just makes you think of the quite yeah. the interesting ones. Um, Down the rabbit hole. But there's the ones that they still talk about. I know we, we touched on it a little bit, and I wouldn't mind going back to it in a few seconds, like the GFK one. That one always oh, crops definitely. up. But if we're, if we're going down the aliens route, we can't not talk about the, the most famous. Uh, like say alien conspiracy theory of them all, Roswell, um, New Mexico type thing. That whole aspect, that was not a fucking weather balloon. I'm sorry. <laughs> educate me a little bit, mind, because Roswell, again, is not something that I'm interested in. So you might have to do an educational trip for this. Um, I don't know the dates. So again, the thing because it, it it came out um i think the day it actually happened america actually announced aliens are with us because um an air force captain i basically went to the papers and said look there's been a spaceship crashed there's bodies found of in the wreckage aliens be alien uh, bodies and people were actually on this town of roswell were actually taking parts of the ship home because uh, they didn't know how to react to it, like say at this time. Within, I think, within the day of the news broke, all hell hit Roswell, New Mexico. Like government agencies and everything just fell onto it, where 
the cover-up was real. Like <laughs> that, they took photographs of the, the, the army general, uh, army, not sorry, the, the air force general who announced it, holding parts of a weather balloon, so yeah, looking shapelessly like, like this is what I found, and it was bits of like tin foil and like man-made <laughs> shit that clearly wouldn't have done the d- debris or damage that apparently that had happened. And ever since then, people have like flocked to it, but that's when the government went full lockdown and they yeah. denied everything. But that's, I know it's been a few times down the years where they've said they've retrieved parts and stuff, or, or like even actual spaceships, but that was supposed to be the first time when Amer- the American government got their hands on it. And I think that's yeah. when it started uh, Area 51 as well, or 50, is it, is it? It's like the first time the government has been seen to attempt mm-hmm. a cover-up. Yes, like quite blatantly as well. You know, JFK just the, the day it happened. There's no, mm. we put we pieced everything together with information that we had. But is this one that like they could everyone could visibly see like shit that they mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was it was so blatant even for the time. Like, because I think at the time, the gov- when the government said jump, people mm-hmm. back then were like, shit, it's the government. We have to do what yeah, they say. Yeah. Back then, mm. but this time it was kind of like wait there, this doesn't add up. And mm-hmm. it's never added up since. And like I said, it's one of them things where they'll probably never admit to. Because I know, like I said, there's been stuff where the American government or even our government now are releasing more, in, excuse me, more information on Absolutely. things that's that's supposed to have happened or seen, mm-hmm. um, or things they can't explain naturally. Yeah, but, they've got a certain period where they can only keep it locked up. Mm-hmm. It's like certain things of GFK's assassination, the mm-hmm. details that we don't know, they'll be released. Oh, they might be released a few years ago, actually. But when they opened them, it was mm-hmm. it was nothing. It was barely I think, news. I think the problem is they can still redact things if it's like a matter of national security. So they can always the conspiracy they can always get around releasing information. <laughs> they can give you some paragraphs with like blanked out parts <laughs> that aren't very satisfying. It, as long as they opened it and whatever was there is public knowledge, even if it is black, like blacked out, there's nothing that you can do about that. I don't think yeah. Roswell would ever be released though. That, yeah. that... Um, mm. So like Roswell actually kicked off like that pretty famous like alien autopsy like tape as well, didn't it? Oh, like... that was hilarious. Well, that. <laughs> well, Anton Deck did a movie about, about the it? real tape. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it, it that has been confirmed to be a hoax, but obviously at the time it was like, oh shit i've got this like secret footage of an alien autopsy because it was like all like shaky cam shot kind of like a first crack at a kind of blair witch type of deal yeah um it's interesting though like it's i don't know it's weird like i'm not sure if i believe that they found an alien corpse in roswell but i could definitely believe parts of like a ship i don't know maybe not an intact corpse if it crashed from space (laughs) did you know the radio station called coast to coast no. I've heard of it, yeah. Is it Art Bell? I think. Yeah. Apologies if I've gotten his name wrong, but there's a he. He was a conspiracy nut. Like, imagine the, the lone gunman in one person, and you got Art Bell. Um, <laughs> and he had a caller who was on the run from the government. Now, whether you take this as gospel or as you know, it was a load of shit. It's up to you. But this guy was had had ran away from Area Fifty One. He was a worker there. He had so much information. He's mm-hmm. at the call is it's on YouTube. You can listen to it. It's absolutely terrifying because this man is genuinely scared. Whether he's a fucking 
Oscar winning a performance, mm-hmm. or he is genuinely scared and he is shaking down the phone. They lose him so many times, and then course to course cut off. Oh no, <laughs> that's amazing! <laughs> and it is so good. Like it, it wasn't a show where it was theatrical. It was mm-hmm. all just like mm-hmm. the government's lying to you. No, no, well, no. it was a it was like a call in show, wasn't it? Like a yeah. late night call in show where mm-hmm. people would just ring in with stuff and he'd just chat about it. I guess kind of like this podcast. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> long time listener, what do you say? <laughs> yeah, it's the same. I'm going to make sure I've got his name right because he was. It's such a bell. Yeah, he's kind of legendary in the kind of like. Um, I guess now the podcast space for all that kind of thing has been like the first person to kind of put that out there for like people doing night drives so they could get the spooky stories and stuff like that. I would have loved it. <laughs> It's definitely um, him. He is the guy who did Coast to Coast. But if you ever get a chance to listen to that that phone call, you can take it for what it is, for or what you think it is. But it is genuinely terrifying to hear how scared this person is. He's like ready to spill his guts, and then all of a sudden, just oh no! It's going well, to happen to us today. Tonight, we'll, get, we'll hit on one thing, and the screens will just go black. Well, and, area area fifty one is a strange one because they have released some files uh, in the last sort of mm-hmm. five or so years. Yeah. Um, and it it's all like very boring. It points to it being like an experimental aircraft sort of hangar, basically, where they would develop stealth technology. Obviously, you don't want your enemies to know about your new stealth technology because then it's rendered obsolete immediately um but it's the kind of thing where like if you like walk up to area 51 like they'll shoot you like the order to shoot people who like trespass Mm -hmm. and they'll send the blackhawks even if you're driving down the road they'll send like the blackhawk helicopters out to like scare you away and you can get arrested and stuff for Mm -hmm. Just for driving near it when you probably wouldn't be able to see anything over a fence yeah. in the daytime anyway. So it's like, yeah, what, well, are, what, what are they trying so hard to like scare people away from? Well, it's that whole uh, Facebook campaign that happened, was it, a few years ago, where the guy <laughs> went, went fucking nuts and said he was going to invade uh, Area 51. Yeah, they can't stop all of us type and, of thing. Yeah, and then like the Air Force, the, the Army was actually posting pictures in the group saying, come at us, and the pictures of guns and the whole army like, sit, like there and Actually, the FBI and everything went and visited him to see what the plans were, just to see if he was planning on taking on. Like, coming, coming across the, the paper, run. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he, he said he had the technique to get past the guns and stuff by running like Nero or, Nero or something. Like, oh, like, Naruto, oh, yeah, do it as ninja run. Full of shit. No, but that was um, Area 51. Mulder made it very easy to break into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, textiles. He made it look so easy that you could break into Area 51 <laughs> or any kind of government like run facility. Mm-hmm. Mulder could break into it. Yeah, so that special training that's, that's, like that. Being the grey man, I think, helps a lot in them type of situations. Being unnoticed, <laughs> but yeah, Jake hits on a very profound point with Area 51. Like, why is it guarded so heavily? If it's just like, well, not just. It's a, if it's a military base, it's going to be guarded, but threat in a way where if you get within a mile, you start being followed. Mm. Um, like even if you like, they've got a point where there's a line on the floor. Doesn't matter if you touch that line, even look like you're going to do it. You you either get shot or arrested as a threat. Yeah, maybe so, they just don't want to see anyone. Like 
Maybe we just like stick <laughs> the back teeth of people and they're like, the hate people. Uh huh. We don't want you here. We're here for, we're here to get away from you. Might well, not be all as bad as what we think, you know. No, certainly. But talking about Area 51, I'm going to, because I mentioned this on the X Files podcast, this documentary is unbelievable. Uh, it was on Netflix, but I think it's just finished. You can find it on any dodgy uh, uh, Nerdy Up North recommended uh, streaming device. <laughs> um, it's Bob Bob Lazar, Area 51, and 50 Flying Sources, it's called. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. No, but again, it's on my list. <laughs> Basically, I, it's, yeah. it's this guy from, I think he came out in the 80s where he'd done like, a, um, like an interview with like American talk show host, uh, like at the time he was just as he come out as Dennis Black Shadow, and he was giving out secrets about his time working with uh, on Area Fifty One, and at the time it was just came out as bullshit and stuff, but his life was made absolutely hell, and he came out and said, and it was actually this guy called Bob Lazar, basically, um, the American government wiped his record from said he didn't go to MIT, which he did. He's got this photograph of this this photographs of him like basically and he's and he's in the books and stuff with him there. And they like say MIT said no, he didn't go here. Um, wow. He, basically, because he came out and said he worked in Area 51, he described uh, loads of things that like say technology that was in Area 51 that not had not been seen, like handprint scanners to the degree of like how they looked and like. I think a few years later, that's when they start bringing them out and they looked exactly the same as what he described. Um, basically, they were, he was brought in to back, backward, um, trying to think of the word now, uh, basically reinvent this flying saucer that they had to try and see how it was powered and see um, about how it, would, how it would work and how, why it worked. And... There was supposed to be a new element area, uh, element one five one or something or fifteen, um, and it's been scientifically proven this element potentially could 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 exist. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been like say big scientists because years ago it was debunked and stuff like I say no it's just fable and stuff like that. But then it said it could actually exist. It's basically an element that bends light. Right. So to help help with um, so if you were bending light, you could then take up that space, and that mm-hmm. was the propelled system. And as you said, he's never changed his story. And during this documentary, and uh, they were talking about the element because apparently one of the big things that the government went offered with because he meant to have snuck out the element, <laughs> and that's why the, the government's been after him since. Um, there's been, as I said. Big people in the in the army and air force that's retired and said yes, we did work with Bob Lazar. He was part of the project in Area Fifty One. Um, so a lot of the stuff he was saying is starting to come okay. true. But yeah. in the interview, he took the guy who was doing the interview to the woods, made turn off every like every phone device, every listening <laughs> device, just so he can answer this question. Um, and he said, "I don't feel comfortable talking about it." Next year. Every government agency raided his uh, where he worked. Had him sit in the corner, the FBI, from the FBI to the CIA to the um, say, and they said they said the reason because this Bob Lazar guy now he works with chemicals and stuff. So what they're like selling chemicals to people, 
and what they were saying is one of those uh, personally sold cameras was, was a potential terrorist. So that's what they use as an excuse to really shop. And literally they went through everything trying to search for, like, see if he still had access to this element. And he, he says uh, the ordeal lasted for, like, about eight hours, where you come in the morning, literally open the door. And as soon as you open the door, he had people around him, like, black suits, guns, pointing at him, sat him in the corner, interviewed him, and literally toys workplace apart looking for stuff. And just when one, one team of people came and left, it swapped over, and it was just a constant, uh, like, say, harassment. But wow. And this guy, like, say, he's, like, see, he just, he looks like a nerd. He looks like one of us, like, glasses, uh, <laughs> basically, like, non-threatening or anything. But fuck me, if if it watch it, it, it opens your eyes to basically what what yeah. what could have happened and stuff like that. It was so interesting though. It's crazy that there's a documentary um about the dark web. Mm-hmm. It's it's done by Alex Winter of the mm-hmm. Lost Boys, and Keanu Reeves does the voiceover, which is awesome. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves doing this, but he goes into not in a great deal, but the Edwards is it Edward Snowden? Mm-hmm. Um, and all that and how right now someone is probably watching me because I've got me Mac camera on and he like, it's just like all the crazy stuff like they will I was gonna say be careful now we will get shut down yeah. <laughs> like certain the one they have the cover up the camera like they have like stuff on the camera to cover it up and um, certain mobile phones that they won't use and it was just really like whoa mm-hmm. if what Edward Snowden said is true mm-hmm. wow yeah, <laughs> yeah um you hear that f- from quite a few different angles. It usually comes from like um, ex-military people who've pissed off somebody mm-hmm. that they will literally have like a file on your entire life sort of ready to go and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not saying that's like on all of us because we're probably not important enough, but um, no. it seems to be the kind of thing that can pull together if they want to scare you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. That would, like, all, your, all, your, all your net searches. Sorry, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> But what about you? What, what, is there any anything that little green man point out to you, Grant? Is there anything that you? Like, like... I'm not even hearing. I always want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that. <laughs> oh no, it's a devil dog. <laughs> Bill Gates is controlling my dog, so I don't uh, unveil the truth. Would you go and lie down? <laughs> He's decided it's playtime. That's a government dog. (laughs) (laughs) When I was younger, I always wanted to believe because, again, you know, what all the the X-Files was on TV. I remember when the Roswell um, tape was released. I think it was about 1995 Mm -hmm. or something like that. But mathematically, I definitely think there's something out there. But Mm -hmm. somewhere between them not wanting to find us and them taking one look and going, Fuck no, and going the other way. I don't think they've visited. I don't think anything's crashed or anything like that. I do believe there's something out there, but mm-hmm. no, no, that's a good like because as you said, it would need a massive amount of like technology or like know-how to basically travel the distances that that we're talking to to find other civilizations. Like if if we went out there, it'll be probably not our lifetime it would be like our children's children's lifetime before we get to like a, a, like a, a place where the potential civilization but that's when the like things like hypersleep is that physically possible is you know is is the speed 
the travels can go through like, like I know like light speed but what happens when you're going through so fast and there's a comet in your way that can you, you can't really turn left to move out of its way and, and stuff it, like that. Apparently <laughs> as well like if you achieve like faster than light travel um you do age slower so mm-hmm. so like or, or the rest of the time keeps going at normal speed and um, this is obviously only like theoretical because no one's actually done it no. but the theory is like if you did that you wouldn't be able to come back to earth because everything would have aged like past you type of thing yeah so we, even if we did go you can never come back to the same earth um mm. and that, like like you say like if aliens have visited if they've got that technology and the technology to like abduct people and wipe the memories or cause so much trauma that you can't remember or your brain won't let you remember mm-hmm. like we would have to like literally be animals to them and like mm. how how often do humans look at an animal and go well i'm gonna take this animal out of its habitat and experiment on it but i'm gonna i'm gonna make sure that other animals don't know about me if you know <laughs> what i mean like like yeah. that we don't cover anything up when we're dealing with like what humans perceive to be lesser beings mm-hmm. like we just assume they can't understand so you'd think mm-hmm. aliens would assume we can't understand if they just rip us out of our house they'd be like it doesn't matter that guy down the street saw because like how could he possibly <laughs> understand me <laughs> but i don't know it's 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 an interesting one <laughs> no, 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 i like that premise but um again i want to be very very careful with how i, I phrase this because i don't want to offend anyone but I, it's the whole like Going, like even going down the rabbit further down the rabbit hole it's the whole create creationist thing which they touched on with like like prometheus i know it's like sci-fi but how like if we've had it like aliens in the past that's been engineers to help move on humanity or to, like move us in directions and stuff like that um because like, i know again not to dis dispute I, I, like i know one of our big rules is not a dis on religion and stuff but big parts of the religion like the bible and stuff could be explained by like say unnatural beings coming down from the heavens giving us guidance uh, moving people from certain areas or showing people different technologies again could be leading in the way of like say again people's beliefs but uh another being shall we say um trying to put that as delicately as i could yeah <laughs> No, it makes sense because there's a lot of black spots in history where we don't know what the hell happened apart from we have books and stories sometimes to try and help fill in the gaps. But yeah, I, I definitely get they, they touched on that on the Stargate TV show that had like the Asgard called like Thor and stuff like that. They were just little, they were little greys, but to the to the ancient Norse, they were the gods because they had all this technology and mm-hmm. could control the weather. <laughs> Certainly, comes down to technology, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But that's that's how, like, say, again, we evolved because man discovered fire, uh, or were we shown fire? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, right. that, that Some guy be. comes down with his flamethrower. He's like, check this out, monkey <laughs> man. <laughs> Could necessarily wear. Well, that's right. <laughs> Can I just can I just crack one, right? I started laughing at myself earlier. Can I just crack one of the most craziest ones? I have a couple, but this is this tickled my funny bone to no end. So you've heard the, the conspiracy theory that Disney wanted to be cryogenically frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, so we all know that. We all know mm-hmm. that. And his family have debunked it so many times that it's not true. Um, 
But apparently, Frozen, <laughs> the movie, was released to take people away from that conspiracy theory. Okay. <laughs> Just so to, like, ruin the Google search. like <laughs> You are searching Frozen, the movie, not Frozen, Disney. <laughs> Yeah, Disney Frozen, and you won't get anything about heads and jars. I still prefer that premise over the over why they made the film song. So yeah, I'll take that premise over it. But uh... I mean that that one's kind of plausible because like you could have called that film anything, sort of snow related, but maybe there were like this would actually help us out on the Google SEO front. <laughs> <laughs> But that one, like, I'm trying to find it because I was like, I wanted to have a look at some crazy, like, really crazy conspiracies. Mm-hmm. And this Disney one came up. Mm-hmm. And now I can't find it. And, but, Grant's being taken away by the men in black now, so. While Grant's sorting the coochies out. Um, can I tell you my other two crazy ones, which you probably already heard? I yeah, go. Know, I've been like, I just want to talk about them for a second. Um, <laughs> so my favourite is that uh, Katy Perry is John Bonnier Ramsey. What? Go and Google it. It is out there that Katy Perry is John Bonnier Ramsey. Oh, okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> and my other one is that um, Avril Lavigne is not really Avril Lavigne. Uh, I've heard that one heard a million times. Yeah, yeah, that it's like, it's someone like plastic surgery to be the new Avril Lavigne, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, so much money. The, the record company had so much money invested in Avril Lavigne and she died in a car accident. So they got a girl who looked very similar to her to be Avril Lavigne, so they didn't lose their money. That's what people think. Yeah, that and Sebastian, because in essence... If that did happen, I know it sounds horrible, but they would make more money out of the death of Lavra Levine than actually if he was alive. Seals would go through the roof. So, yeah, that, that's yeah, always the crazy the one. The one makes me cry with laughter because <laughs> I don't even know how you start that one. I don't know how you link it. <laughs> to be fair, though, it's always the same one. Like any rumor can get passed around. Like if, uh, I like the Friends episode where uh, Brad Pitt's in, and the, and they made the rumor that Rachel had a teeny weeny. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> also Paul McCartney is actually dead, right? And has mm. been for some time. He's, are they doing a week in the Bernie style thing with him? Like? Yeah. <laughs> the Paul Paul McCartney is a replacement, so it's like another thing of the, like the Avril Lavigne one. He's just a, he's a replacement person of yeah. the real Paul McCartney. I, I mean, what... we're we're almost living through one right now. I mean, there's a conspiracy theory that the Queen's been dead since December. Yes, I've heard that one. Yeah. I've heard that one. Just so we just so we can get to to mm-hmm. here, which mm-hmm. is our seventieth. Um, you know, the, the day our father died and she became Queen, and then. It means that we'll still get our bank holiday and then we'll still get the one when she dies. But I can um, I can take a good segue off this one and also link back to uh, Paul's ancient civilization uh, business. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the lizard people. <laughs> oh God, that, that, that's a good point as well because there is quite a few different aliens out there isn't it there's the yeah. greys there's the lizard people that live in the sewers there's the there's like a mantis type race that are supposedly the leaders of the greys but um this the lizard people conspiracy is actually homegrown 
as in comes from a British ex-footballer, David Ick or Ike, <laughs> however you want to pronounce it. Also a member of the Green Party until about the early 90s when they kicked him out. But anyway, um, his theory is that um, there was either a race of reptilian creatures that either lived on Earth at the time of the dinosaurs as the ruling class. Mm-hmm. They either left Earth and came back or left Earth completely. But basically that they created humanity as a species. Then they created lizard-human hybrids after that, because I guess these were like raptor people before then. And <laughs> the lizard people <laughs> can assume human form by drinking blood, and reported lizard people are the entire royal family, the mm-hmm. Rockefeller family, yeah. um, and the Clintons. There's definitely uh, still more. Yeah, I did, I did hear that, yeah. I did hear but, that uh, one. <laughs> yeah, and supposedly, yeah, the, like so, the, yeah, the, they've got to drink human blood to stay in human form, and they can also possess people, apparently. Uh, but yeah, I suppose it, it explains why they've been like quite high in power and stuff like that for so long. Um, well, that actually that actually links back to something we touched on about like how the story evolves from like fears and stuff. Where it is actually true that a lot of sort of high up families are like related distantly and stuff. Like, um, mm-hmm. I think technically, like. Um, like the house yeah well even like just like through like 22nd cousin i think like barack obama's technically related to the bush family like if you go through all the cousins and stuff like that but it probably is just like a proximity sort of that's just kind of how sort Mm -hmm. of ancestry works but it's interesting how it can like balloon into like (laughs) a theory about aliens just because someone's noticed a few links in the chain and then they're like hang on a sec you know what joins (laughs) You know what joins all of these together? <laughs> a oh, rough toy. If, if, if I could get a picture up again, I'll get that guy. I've got his name from uh, ancient, ancient Aliens. It's called Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, so do you reckon that Hillary possessed Monica Lewinsky for <laughs> some kind of weird kink game so that fucking Bill could get the cigar in there? This all makes sense, Grant. Yes, I will subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, it's like there's no that's the thing though there's no like not, not to make it creepy but there's no like sexy alien talk or anything like that when it comes to these conspiracy theories only um only one that potentially jumps to mind is the Marilyn Monroe one with um like say because GFK let her know about all the all the secrets about the aliens and stuff and that's why she was actually killed Apparently. I have a lot. I have a lot on Marilyn Monroe, um, because I'm, I'm I'm obsessed with that. As I walk through my house, she is there to greet me in a six foot form, um, which uh, I that wouldn't be safe in my house though. So I absolutely love that. I love that, but I also love all the stories that comes around about our death, like the the diary that was never found, um that has all of the information in the, you know, the contact that she had with not just JFK, but Bobby Kennedy as well. And mm-hmm. um, the manner in how she died. Mm-hmm. Um, they think that, cause obviously that she had the pills in her hand yeah. um, in order to kill her in a way that wouldn't be detected when I, when I bought Cause she would have had like a full autopsy done. Mm-hmm. She was one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Um, yeah. They injected her, and I'm not going to get a bit gruesome, but they injected her in her bum. All right. I wouldn't. In order for her, that's the only way it would be undetectable. I'm trying not to make jokes there with that that one, so yeah. (laughs) I would have been first in the queue for that job. (laughs) 
that is one of the conspiracies is that's where the injected are in order to kill it so it wasn't detectable because mm -hmm. every inch of it was going to be documented and yeah. Um, yeah there's so much the diary is really interesting um, and also just all of our other relationships as well. It's not just the, like she was, she had friends in the mafia. She had re friends in really high places, but she wasn't stupid either. No, no, no. Norma wasn't the, like I said, as, as ditzy as, as she was made out. But again, I think that takes us like on a, on a good segue back to the big one that we discussed with earlier, the GFK. Mm -hmm. I know we just touched on it because there's so much we can go delve down. Because yeah. as you said, um, like, I know we'll move on to other things about the JFK one, but I know what came out not too long ago was the fact that apparently um, it's been known for years that, that the American government have got uh, an alignment. Like, the big conspiracy is the American government's got an, an alignment with an alien race for technology to advance and stuff like that. And each American president, when the, uh, they get told, have to take oath to not... Uh, share the information but apparently gfk was told and was so shocked because um like i said they were basically giving people human test dummies for for so many years that he told uh, marilyn monroe um as part of it and that's why both of them were killed right that's, that's just one of the stories that came out well the the real issue is that kennedy was so uh, like he was he was everything that america wasn't at the time Mm -hmm. He was all about equality. He was all about um, making sure that, you know, that everyone, regardless of race, was going to, you know, take... Oh, no, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the sensible type of route. That, yeah. yeah, that's the sensible <laughs> route. Was, you know, because he was everything that America, the part of America wasn't. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the sensible look of it. Then you look at the really, like, messed up stuff about it. <laughs> Well, it was very anti-crime and any anti-mob as well. And like, as I said, well, that was his brother. That was Bobby. Yeah. So Bobby was Bobby went after the mob. Bobby yeah. did go after the mob. <laughs> but that was and the whole boom. thing. Yeah. No, that was the whole thing with um, like say when Lee Harvey Oswald was possibly one of the parties that was the killed. That was like the the shooter on the the grassy knoll, and that's why Jack Ruby was the one who killed um Lee, yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald. So he did didn't spill the information about the mob and stuff like that. But I mean, he said he did it because he didn't want Jackie to go through a trial. That mm -hmm. was the, the reason he said it for, whether or not that's the true reason. And um, the interesting thing that always got me is the time after the shooting, the time in how quickly the car was cleaned. Mm -hmm. It took them seconds. You know, from yeah. when he was removed from the car, that mm -hmm. car literally goes and is clean. Why, why would you clean it? Yeah, it's a crime scene at the end of the day, isn't it? Uh -huh. They cleaned it out completely. Lyndon was on an aircraft within less than a shut up, less than a couple of hours after the president being shot and was sworn in with Jackie Orr standing there in a bloody dress. Yeah, that was always this, the, that image of like when the car's getting pulled when you see Jackie uh, and and like say the, the special agent scrambling on the back trying to push her down as well. That was harrowing, but I know it's got, like we're talking about something quite serious and grotesque. But my favorite GFK storyline was Quantum Leap. Did you ever oh, see I don't the think Quantum I saw that one? Quantum Leap <laughs> episode. It was because um, apparently, like uh, Sam Beckett thought his his role in the thing was to save GFK, but it wasn't. Um, at the end, it's a uh, uh, Ziggy. I've got Alan Ziggy. Tell them 
in history, uh, Jackie dies, not JFK, and that he reversed that, and that's where he could go back, and that's what he fixed in time. Uh, so, oh, right. so it was kind of like that was the the element that I quite liked out of the quantum leap. I know we're talking about uh, like conspiracy theories, but yeah. talking about JFK, I can't not talk about quantum oh, leap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the the special the special the, serv- the servicemen who are on the car. So the car's fitted where there should be two people either side. You've got them like hooks at the bottom of the car where mm-hmm. they stand on them, and for some reason mm-hmm. they didn't have them where they should have been because if mm-hmm. they had might have a different outcome you might not have had him being shot but the secret service being shot and um, be just because of where they were positioned where they should have been positioned so there's mm-hmm. little like bits like that 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 get me interested um but I to be know. fair when you look at the shot that lee harvey oswald's a mentor have pulled off it's an impossible shot for one yeah. and done it's just crazy how how I know he said he was a sniper and stuff like that, but fuck me, that that was just crazy how he could, and the angles, like the timing, um, especially like with moving target as well. There's another, not a conspiracy, I don't know if you cast it as a conspiracy, but did you know that he was um, exhumed from his burial position? There was a guy who was so effing crazy about the fact that that is not Lee Harvey Oswald in that box. Mm-hmm. And he went on this absolute crusade to get him exhumed. He got, even got his wife involved and they did it. Right. And he was in there. <laughs> How embarrassing. Well, How did like you know said, it was him? Did he still have the rifle in his hand? <laughs> <laughs> who, who runs the DNA test in laboratories? <laughs> Do you know how many people that happened to, though? It's crazy. Like, um, Lincoln was another mm. one. He yeah. was they were under the impression he wasn't in there, he was still alive. Lincoln was brought up. Lee Harvey Oswald, Mary Curie, mm-hmm. for safety reasons, because they shipped themselves when they realized that she died of radiation, they were like, shit, need to get her up. Need to put her, <laughs> in, safe. Put her in a lead box. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do all the all Winchesters on them as well? Salt and salt and burn salt them as well. Da- <laughs> <laughs> I just but, uh, I, I read about I read about the Lee Harvey Oswald one the I went on a I went down a deep hole mm-hmm. and it's the starting point was Aaliyah's plane crash and I right. ended up at the autopsy of Lee Harvey Oswald. Tell I don't I couldn't tell you how I got from A to B, but I got but, there. But, but it's like that episode of uh, it's, it's it's always sunny in Philadelphia where uh, Charlie's got the board up and it's got like yes. spider webs all over the place. It's like <laughs> Um, I think I think they also they also do like a flashback episode, don't they, to like Lincoln being shot, and it's like it was done in Paddy's pub, and like it was, like it was organized there. That they were Lincoln conspirators, but yeah. Or is that what is that also in National Treasure as well? That's a good that was, conspiracy uh, movie. Uh, by National, the way. <laughs> that, that's got everything though. National Treasure. It's like got, got Nicholas Cage actually being good yeah. in the film. Um, all the history and, um, like I said, they use actual real history in certain aspects, just embellish it. But I quite like that. Aspect. But um, going back to the GFK, because I know you started the conversation very early, Grant. Um, I would love to know what you actually think, uh, like after re- like watching the films and seeing it. Mate, what I love so much about the GFK thing is, I think we've all mentioned it so far while we've been speaking about it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and nobody ever will. There are so many different people and 
political kind of motivations and socioeconomic motivations. You know, we've mentioned the mob. You've got the communists in there. You've got the <laughs> Russians in there. You've got the lizard people in there. You've got Marilyn <laughs> Monroe in there. You've got Hollywood in there. It's like the more you dissect JFK, mm -hmm. the more you realize that you will never, ever, ever, ever get the truth because yeah. there's so many moving cogs. There will be somebody out there that's guessed it, you know, completely right. And it is probably Red Dwarf or <laughs> Sam Beckett. <laughs> it's going to be something mental. Um, but I love the fact that you can just keep digging and digging and digging and looking and looking and looking. And the way you can, like you said about spider webs, you can draw conclusions with yeah. it from pretty much anywhere. That, mm -hmm. and I'm a huge Bill Hicks fan. Yeah. And if I didn't fully attest to the Kennedy assassination uh, cover-up, then I'd, there'd be part of my soul missing <laughs> as a huge Bill Hicks fan. A massive injustice to the man. Um, apparently, Kennedy's assassination is the most written about event in history. Right, all right. If you want, if her books on the Kennedy assassination, that's, it, that's the one that has the highest number of anything. See, I thought... Because mm, I thought the moon landing would have been up there for the biggest that, conspiracy that theory. Didn't happen. That Stanley yeah. Kubrick directed it. Well, then, well, <laughs> well, there's, there's about three different stories that come from the moon landing. Like the first one, like as you said, that didn't happen. That was filmed on a Hollywood set <laughs> and stuff like that. But um, seen The Shining. Ain't that good? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> yeah, I can't wear it. The cameras and the cinematography in, in Clockwork Orange isn't quite up there. But I, I love I love how they say like back then they could have had the special effects or to do something as as well, epic as as like they use things as an excuse that the flag doesn't move. Well, yeah, of course yeah, it wouldn't right. move. There's not going to be fucking wind. <laughs> yeah, it's a load of shit. I am I 100. They went up there. Mm -hmm. They they were they were up there. I touched the moon, man. I touched the moon. You've touched the moon. Have you been there? <laughs> the, the fourth astronaut <laughs> on Apollo 13. <laughs> um, it, yeah, the, the moon landing thing is interesting because it is the kind of thing where it is just like armchair like scientists for the most part being like, that couldn't happen. That couldn't happen. And it's like, like, I don't think anyone else has put a flag on the moon and maybe you could sort of recreate it in like a zero atmosphere like test environment. But like there was people touching stuff and messing around. They were like having to fix the vehicle because one of the guy like knocked one of the mud flaps off, and he was like, "Oh shit, here we go again." Because he's like, because obviously everything was really fragile. Like there was just a lot of stuff going on at the time. Um, but I think you brought up like that secret message on the medical channel. Yes, I've talked that, about that. That, one. that, that I intrigues don't, me. Yes, but I don't think. I don't think like Buzz or anyone has ever like said that actually happened. I think it's just some weird like Colonel guy that was on like the history <laughs> history channel. Um, but basically, um, hang on, I'm I'm sure I've got the the exact quote somewhere <laughs> for what's supposed <laughs> to be said. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Right. So yeah, um, basically, what some guy says is that during the kind of recording that we all heard, the, like you know, the giant leaf for mankind and everything. Um, that the, at one point, um, Buzz or Neil switches to the medical channel and says, they're here, they're parked on the side of the crater, they're watching us. Um, and that was supposed to be heard by anyone who could monitor the medical channel, but... And CB radios, I think it was back then. Oh, um, really? Could yeah. you, do you think 
do people think they picked it up um mm-hmm. the only thing is like there's no like existing recording of this that you can track mm-hmm. down as far as i could see unless it's been covered up <laughs> apparently, apparently it, nasa have went on record and said yes he did go to his medical channel yeah and they've said they cannot find the recordings that's that's what they've that's that's been uh, apparently because i did read it up the official word from nasa is yes and i think it was neil armstrong did use his medical channel for i think it was for one minute and 32 seconds uh, one mm-hmm. minute and 32 seconds uh that's like i said the private thing that they had it in place because it was a 30 second delay because for some reason it was broadcast sent australia that was then directed to america then around the world so mm. there was a 30 second delay on all the recordings um so if anything did happen that they, they could shut it down so they didn't want a disaster to be shown on screen oh god yeah <laughs> um but uh apparently other things that do were, were a bit off about it and because i know it's not an exact science but apparently they almost used all the fuel on landing on the moon because they're overshot by a mile and a half and they don't know if that was intentional to get closer to where these things are uh, were meant to be because apparently on satellite photos and stuff like that when they look at the moon there's always uh, like when they release the images and stuff there's areas where it's kind of like being too overly photoshopped so it mm. looks too smooth and stuff where like yeah. there's like ground and that's supposed to be where these alien bases are meant to be because they're meant to be watching us and that's why they were sent to the moon as well just to mm-hmm. um to say but like i said that was supposed to be the message there that i read about that and said uh they're watching us they're over there like but again no hostility or anything like that. so it just makes you wonder if we've got telescope telescopes now so powerful we can see the far reaches of the solar system why can't the, why can't we see like the moon in such graphic detail or in Mars, for example, and they're not releasing like, say, these type of images. Just playing a really good game of hide and seek. Potentially. <laughs> like Bigfoot. Um, but no, I've, I've seen those photos with like the parts highlighted that are supposed to show like either like uh, abandoned structures. Mm-hmm. I mean, being honest, it looks like friggin' alien, like, you know, shots from <laughs> aliens, but yeah. if, but if everything was made out of rock, if you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but there's like little bits where people are saying like, oh, that looks like a bridge. Um, and this part looks like a, a satellite dish or, or like a cooling tower. Yeah. And like, and I'm just thinking like, well, fair enough. It could be, but like, like on on one hand, why would they build sort of the same stuff that we build? Like surely mm-hmm. the satellite dish isn't like the most efficient or it, it yeah. you know, it, it might not look like that in another civilization. Maybe they were like a square yeah. works better. Um, <laughs> like B sky B. <laughs> but like, um, it's yeah. So there's like photos of that. And it's just like, there's, there's places on earth where if you got dropped in like mm. weird caves on earth, it would look like an alien planet. Oh, so who, who's to say whatever the hell happened to like the moon. It, it might've had like stuff on the surface at some point, but who's to say that weird, like, solar winds didn't make rocks just look kind of weird in a in a 70s photograph (laughs) i think the one that um like when we're talking about like images and stuff like that from the planets the one that did creep us out a little bit as a a kid i think they made a film about it uh was mars the face um yeah like i said that was quite 
I'm not as probably as, as naive as I was when I was younger because as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's a fucking face. There's aliens there. <laughs> We're all going to fucking die. <laughs> but, like, it's, uh, like, it's a, like it's Unicron, the Transformer. Like it's, just waiting, <laughs> it's just waiting to transform into some giant thing. Just, I'd say that's where the aliens come from. They're all giants. He's got a head. It's just sticking out there. He's just asleep. But again... <laughs> It's interesting, it's like as you said, that's where I, these type of things do come from, like conspiracy theories. It's like an idea. Someone voices an opinion on that idea, and someone goes, there's some truth to that. Then it's like Chinese whispers when you're at school. It's like when you go around a circle with so many different people, that it's like Paul said this. Then by the end of it, I've, I've called everyone a motherfucker and said they hope they all die. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's... it's um, that, that's always the interesting element that I quite like about this because um, they try and get these big scientists because anyone that's anyone out there are debunking stuff and stuff like that. But now it's almost like they've um, been quite like nonchalant. It's like, oh, we can't be bothered to debunk it anymore. Just let the crackpots yeah, go wild. To, it's actually like fun to have them out there. Let's just leave them alone. Um, I don't know if this one's one that we that you'd want to talk about or are even interested in it, but the, it's one of ours, um, one of the conspiracies of Princess Diana and the fact that the royal family had her killed. Um, it's that interesting. Was, yeah, it might not interest you because mm. to me it's not, it's a lot of shit. Because she wasn't a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know, I didn't catch a lot of it at the time, if I'm honest, because I think it just kind of went over my head as like a, oh, all the it's Saturday morning, all the cartoons are off because there's big news and I didn't really know what was going on. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know, there's, there is plenty of like documented sort of events of people being made disappear for being like against the grain. So mm -hmm. it's not something I would ever rule out, yeah. but it is a bit fantastical <laughs> like when you yeah, think about on it. This one. I've, I've read, um, I've read the, let me get my words out. Forensic pathologist who did her autopsy, um, basically saying, yeah, not a conspiracy. This was just a genuine accident. She would have walked away from it if she had her seatbelt on. Mm. The, the only person who walked away from that accident is the one who had his seatbelt on. And if yeah. she'd done the same, she would have walked out there with a broken nose and maybe a fractured collarbone, but she didn't have her seatbelt on. There's yeah, I think no conspiracy behind it. I think with any type of like big tragedy like that, with a cer certainly, like I say, a, a well-known figure and controversial, shall we say, with a lot of things mm. and um, with anything, the war was going to bring that element to it. But again, it, I think it's more of a sad tale than anything else. That yeah. um, it, it's so. more to do. It was more to do with like not being left alone to the point where drove and drove into what happened. But like, not to, not to live a life the way the way the way she wanted. Yeah, I think there's an element of like people when there's like a, a big figure that is suddenly taken from like popular culture, like people are reluctant to let go. It's kind of like um, Kurt Cobain and stuff. Like they want to yeah. keep they want to keep like the legend alive, and suddenly it morphs into like oh this fantastical thing happened, but maybe it's just a kind of like. It's just like they don't want to let go type of thing. Yeah. Oh, Grant's got something. Grant's got it. Grant's no, got no, it. just 
I'm very, very aware of the fact that my laptop sometimes goes on massive delays. So I thought instead <laughs> of buttoning, in, I'll just put my hand up like I'm at school. Um, just what Jake's mentioned there is one of the little bits that I got thinking about in relation to this. And Paul's already touched on it with um, aliens coming down for creationism and all that kind of thing. There is an almost pseudo-religious element to certain conspiracies when it comes to the likes of Elvis and um you know there's ones for Tupac as well where people you know they haven't been taken they're still alive they're going to come back mm-hmm. kind of thing and I think there's an element of that in um Diana as well mm-hmm. as that people want to speculate because they didn't want to believe that she'd gone because yeah. the woman's yeah. a huge part of the population that adored the ground that woman worked uh walked on mm-hmm. um you know it's probably not advisable to literally adore the ground given how much time she spent walking around in minefields and doing all that amazing charity work and what have you. I thought you were going to go um, something different there, so I'll, I'll give you credit there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I've seen everybody's eyes drop the minute you said that. Where's he going? <laughs> but, uh, I reckon it was an accident, but um, I think possibly the Queen was maybe thinking about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had because thoughts there was a lot of what she was doing. Yeah, Philip. Yeah, like she was on the phone and the news broke, and she was like, "What? What? I'll cancel that. It's already happened." <laughs> I don't understand where the gain is for uh, like the, the royal family to bump her off. She had not, she renounced her titles. She wasn't a member of the royal family anymore. She besmirched them. That's the thing. I think that's where I, I think that's where it comes down to. Like um, years ago, like before civilised times the, the, what she did probably would have been Henry VIII, chop her head off, move on that probably <laughs> would have been why these type of rumours come but I think Grant's probably hit the nail on the head it's about grief and not letting go properly, I know they made the jokes in, uh, in Men in Black which again probably would be a good segue in a few seconds um, Elvis didn't die, he just went home yeah, because <laughs> like I said, that was the thing. But um, I, I, any, I think the same was said about like Buddy Holly and stuff like that uh, at the time. Um, anyone who kind of stood out or um, kind of wasn't like say the norm that kind of like put either special or they couldn't let go. But then yeah. you get the whole. Um, was it the? Is it the? Was it the Twenty Seven Club? Where, they, where all loads of famous people have died when they're 27, like yeah. Kirk Cobain, uh, was it Jimi Hendrix? Mark Bowen, Amy Winehouse as well, all passed away at 27. So it, again, it fades fire into people's opinions and conspiracies. Yeah. It's just, like I say, an unfortunate age. Um, but like I say, a lot of people with that do live in that lifestyle to the excess probably wouldn't live Longer than much longer than that, yeah, especially with Jim Morrison in that category as well. I think Morrison was a bit older, wasn't he? I, I could be wrong, but because I know he got very bloated and looked a lot older, he looked like he was in his 40s when he probably wasn't. My sister's texting, she'll probably tell us I'm wrong soon. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but I think with uh, like, see, again, another, another one big conspiracy theory is Jim Morrison, how he po- apparently didn't die. The way he did, he posted died in a nightclub in Paris or something, and then 
the nightclub owner and didn't want the club to be known as the place that Jim Morrison died in. So him and the uh, and the security staff dragged him back to his flat and left him there to die or something like that. Um, that that oh, was wow. always that was always like the big one that came out. But yes, so um, to move it more to a more fun topic, um, I know um, I think Jake mentioned it earlier in the chat. Uh, the Men in Black. They were, as I said, I think the film-wise probably told a lot more truth and then probably letting on. <laughs> Not that the aliens are among us, but that there isn't uh, like a special agency that kind of runs around um, like cleaning up messes or hiding things and stuff like that. Um, well, I think I think there's probably a lot of them type of things running around. I've listened to many podcasts where that you'd be debunked on that one and there is these agencies that are here cleaning mm. messes up. <laughs> that's all they talk about <laughs> like I say Anth is a nut for this kind of thing um, I can't remember what the podcast called it two Australian guys and they cover just so much and they have done an episode on the men in black um, but I can't remember much about it I found a, um, I found like a BuzzFeed video about <laughs> the men in black where it was just kind of like running over like a few different sort of encounters um, it's interesting because they're definitely not as charming as Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones from what is reported. Um, I think there's only a couple of documented images and one video footage of supposed men in black. But again, it could just be a hoax, you know, like somebody works at the hotel being like, get these two creepy guys to walk into the lobby and we'll say it's men in black. Um, the fir- One of the first photos is actually from possibly like the 1950s though and that is like quite an old grainy thing of a guy who was apparently just watching like an apartment and they managed to snap a photo again it's always related to like you're researching ufos or you're talking about stuff out in the public um i think um what's normally the sort of description given is that they're sort of like you know six to seven feet tall Mm -hmm. um all black suit black bowler hat sometimes that the skin looks waxy and doll-like. Um, they usually have red lips and talk in a very like monotone way that doesn't seem human. Um, and obviously, from Buffy? yeah, it is pretty much. And obviously, <laughs> they they threaten people to keep quiet or destroy research or generally just creep people out so much that they stop talking. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's interesting. But those movies are great, and I I just love the fact that like comic writers just obviously heard some of those stories and were just like, we're going to run with this and make like a law behind it and <laughs> turn to some pretty fun movies. Imagine if the tr- imagine if it's true. Imagine if these men do actually exist and they watch that film. <laughs> how pissed would you be? <laughs> <laughs> You're just making a mockery about organization. Exactly. Well, actually, oh, actually, sorry. I, I just remembered one, one of them, one of the sightings documented sightings is actually from Dan Aykroyd. Oh, he was, yeah. he was, tr- he was trying to make a documentary that was going to sort of go into some of these like unexplained sort of theories and maybe blow some information like from like ex Air Force people. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was saying he was at, he was just doing some kind of talk show appearance and he goes out for like a cigarette and he turns around and this guy in a black suit is like standing outside of a car, like giving him like a really sort of evil look. He, he sort of like shrugs it off and turns back around and the car's gone. <laughs> possibly where they got the idea for like the super speed car in the movies by the way <laughs> um but basically he said after that his show got cancelled and it was like no you can't you can't do this show anymore like he was sort of in production at the time 
Mm-hmm. And he thinks it was like he thinks like the government shut it down basically because he was getting too close. <laughs> to be fair, though, Dan Aykroyd is one of the most paranoid people out there when it comes yeah, to like yeah. uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories or paranormal activity and stuff like that. Crystal also, skulls. Yeah. Also full of shit as well. The amount of times that he came out and said, "Yes, there's a Ghostbusters three script. Yes, we're in production. Never fucking happened." So the Men in Black <laughs> stuff that as well. <laughs> <laughs> It's because he made Cornheads. Cornheads was real. That was the thing. Yep. <laughs> Frank Zappa knew all about the Cornheads. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, it's it's crazy when you think about all this different stuff that does go on. Like all the, like, like even like when you think back to the the most ridiculous ones, like the photograph of the time traveler, like, like oh, in the, yeah. the, the oldie photograph where it's supposed to have someone who had like a proper up to date watch on his on his thing or when clothes. <laughs> Yeah, you wear them clothes and stuff like that. But um, it, it's so interesting like when you mm. delve down that rabbit hole um, because you could, if you say you could drive yourself crazy and stuff like that because I know um, there was a show, like, I suppose about 10 years ago because like, one of my favourite people in the world, Danny Wallace, like... Um, like he's an absolute books. poster boy for him, mind. <laughs> uh, Danny Wallace, like, the book's changed me. He's changed my life. I, uh, like I say, I feel like I'm living his life now with, with the whole Nerdy Up North experience <laughs> uh, when, when he created, created Join Me. So um, it's a little bit... Sim- uh, but no, join uh, us. <laughs> join us, yes, join the cult. But, uh, but yeah, um, he did, like, a conspiracy theory tv show where it was all about the illuminati and stuff like that and how like the all saying i is on is so prominent in american like not just in money but like any type of like buildings and stuff like that and how um they are running the world and running the government and that could lead into the lizard people as well going back to the the whole segments as well but it seems to have taken off more i would say lately even though there's there's more aspects to debunk a lot of the information like we've got so much access to like say the internet now gives us unlimited access to any information around the world um people have got camera phones and um like instant access to incest on them phones as well so it's harder for them to hide that information away and kind of tidy away but it doesn't seem to be any more credible information if that makes sense as well it seems to be still like dining out on the information that we've had like yeah, 50, just, 20 or 30 years ago we're just re-going over it aren't we mm-hmm. what we already know can i just go into just one thing that i, I don't know again i don't know if it's definition of conspiracies but it is interesting um have you ever heard of this the radio sites where they just do the beeps Oh yeah, like the number stations. Number station, that's it. Yeah, um, there's like so interesting. There's like a famous one that you can listen to. I I can't remember off the top of my head, like the designation. It's something like UBXV20 or something. Um, but basically, it's just this weird sound that kind of comes. It just sounds like radio static, like a buzzing, and then it'll stop, and then it'll do it. But it's like you know, on a a set Mm -hmm. timer, um. And I think, like, I think the the running theory I heard was just it was like a, a sort of, it was sort of like if this if this signal goes out, there's a problem, you know. It, there's like a it's like a signal to be like if this stops, 
we need to do something fire a nuke who knows but i think the, i think they're literally like i don't think anyone knows where it is anymore it's kind of one of those lost knowledge type of things i went i went down a massive rabbit hole of doing the um going through them because there's loads of them mm -hmm. um it also led us into i get freaked out by weird audio have you ever seen the um when max hedron interrupted doctor who and nobody knows how they did it it's from the 70s so he, the the Max Hedron the mm -hmm. MTV thing yes check it out on YouTube it literally you see the doc I think it's on BBC America and the episode's playing and all of a sudden this guy just comes in with the mask on starts doing dances starts looking like he's defecating gets spanked and then all of a sudden back to Doctor Who again <laughs> <laughs> It's mental. Um, also, the the Russian cosmonauts, when they're coming back into orbit from space, that audio is absolutely horrifying. Why? I've heard that one. Yeah. Go ahead. Because they're burning up as they're coming into orbit. They're literally, their spacecrafts are burning up and you can hear them like relaying back the fucking fear that they're gonna die it is all right i thought it was something like i thought they'd seen something not, not some they are describing stuff that they see around them and i know there is one um i don't know if they're russian but they are um i think they are russian because they are describing something that they can see mm -hmm. um but the what the woman one where she she just she makes absolutely no sense as she's coming back into where she needs to be. It's the really interesting, like the audio mm -hmm. uh, clips that you can get. Probably I'm really, really, really didn't know where you're going with that. I thought it was get, we're going to get some like some story. That, the, you know these is? Russians were looking out, seeing the aliens, and going, "Fuck! Look, look, look at these the green bastards coming after us." <laughs> <laughs> not, our, not, not our burn to death. Now, do you know when you get them top ten lists? It was yeah. all in the same videos. So, like my brain's just going through each one that was on there. <laughs> <laughs> Freaked me out there. I was like, "Whoa!" I mean. <laughs> To be honest, when I was doing like Men in Black research for this very podcast last night, I did get a bit freaked out because I was sitting here alone in the dark, <laughs> and I had to like, I had to go out, I had to go out and pick my wife up from work, and I was like, I'm gonna lock the car doors because I'm creeped out right now. <laughs> how would how, how would amazing now if Danielle come through through that door in an aliens mask just to try and get you now? That would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> so dragging you out, said we know you're here. <laughs> the news station in America who did that though, who held a serious press conference about alien aircraft that supposedly landed in their town and they bring out the it, alien and it was so no, funny. No, it, it wasn't, it was, um, it was a senator. It was that a senator. It. it was a senator who'd basically been lobbying, saying he was going to get the truth. If they elected him in, oh, wow. he, was going to, he was going to get the truth about aliens and they elected him and he went, I just want to say I've got the truth with us now and I've got one of the aliens with us and they brought out someone in a mask and shit went off. And honestly, it kicked <laughs> off. But um, like throughout his campaign, he was very like saying, we need to know the truth. Aliens are among us. Like proper, like so that people were saying, yeah, this guy's going to get us, like say the belief and stuff. But uh, it was so bizarre, like saying, and so over the top as well. Like even, even uh, the press felt uncomfortable with it. But um, it's it's like it's one of them things. I don't think they will ever be told. But how do you think? Like, say, I know we're hypothetical now. I think people 
well, as a species, would be a bit more open to it, a bit more understanding if they came out and went, yes, there's other life out there. Yes, we've been in contact. Yes, we've been getting technology for them. I don't think people would freak out as much as they would in the 40s or the 50s. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, but I definitely think it would just kick off like a new kind of thing to be outraged about. Yeah, One ground, ground, why were you shaking your head? <laughs> I think there'd be just as much mass, mass hysteria, if not more. I think we'll leave, live in an even more fearful society than we did in the 40s and 50s. I think <laughs> the world would go in a meltdown. Um, it, I, I just think it'd be anarchy, you know, people fucking killing themselves and people fucking in the streets. And, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, like, we, we've just, we've just, like, lived through an apocalypse and we had to still keep going to work, so, like, I, I think people can deal with anything. <laughs> but, to be fair, but to be fair, people fucked up, like, freaked out and started stealing toilet roll for, for some reason, that, that's... True, uh, they would definitely <laughs> steal the toilet roll so the aliens couldn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> my, sister, my sister asked a really interesting question and mm-hmm. um, does anyone on the panel actually believe in something that is considered considered a conspiracy Ta-da! Uh, um <laughs> it's a it's a hard one because to believe it 100 percent, no because I, I think with every element there's a there's part of truth there's a part of lie and i don't think we'll as Grant said earlier, there'll be a million theories and one of them theories will be correct. But it's like picking a needle out the haystack. I would love to believe that the, that aliens are among us. It would make more sense than the fucking shit show that we've got at the moment. Um, but again, trying to keep myself on point. Um, but other things like, like science has disproven so much about like Bigfoot or these other beings or um even things as like ghosts and stuff that can be classed as like conspiracy theories in a way or like say it's like a different type of theory I'm a very much show me evidence and I'll believe in it I'm interested in it but I, I'm probably just going to be the Dana Scully of, of the podcast here now sorry guys <laughs> No, no, I, I agree. It's oh, like, um, <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely like, there's, there's value in like collected theory. Like I'm not saying everything has to be done in a sterile environment by a scientist to be true. Um, but it is, it's one of those things where like the more you look into stuff, like mm-hmm. it, either the less the conspiracy makes sense or it just comes becomes more and more likely that it's like a the boring answer like the the thing that that you would sort of expect yeah. um but no like i don't really like i mean i know there's plenty of governments that are out to get us but i don't think it's in this fantastical way <laughs> i think it's in much more <laughs> that is such the word for tonight you've used it quite a few times and i'm full. i love it fantastical <laughs> yeah which is why we all love conspiracy theories because it's like it's an escape from reality even yeah. if you're just having a little think about it it's fun to think about and but then the you kind of foreign yeah and then the real <laughs> yeah the realization hits like actually the world's pretty boring and it was yeah. probably just uh chupacabra was probably just a, a coyote with mange and yeah. <laughs> not, not a weird creature oh. to us and oh we could be living in that fantasy movie life so yeah but, but there's also like say like homegrown ones as well like um i think i don't know if it was 
before our time, or like especially when we were kids, the Beast of Bogmore, like the 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 black cat that was um, the other black beast. Oh, yeah. Remember that was supposed to be uh, roaming around, which they never oh, found uh, yeah. about. But there's loads of theories that it was like someone's pet leopard or pet panther that was, that got escaped, and they've, they've got to recapture it. But uh, there's never really been any found true evidence that that yeah. there is a beast out there but i would love to think there was well um i definitely like went to that area when i was a kid as well like my parents took us and it was just like a, a a blow the mind thing to be like there's a monster around here really i'm gonna look for it it's just like one of those things that just like fires off all the synapses when you're like this is amazing um but I've definitely like I'm not saying I've seen anything in the in the the UK wilds, um, <laughs> but if you look through binoculars and and animals really far away, like sometimes you can't tell what it is exactly. So I can totally understand how people are like that's a black thing like walking around on the mountain, but it might have just been like a black sheep or something yeah. that was really far away. <laughs> like my Beatrice is a really black fat cat. So <laughs> could be. And it could just be Beatrice walking around just on a really dodgy angle <laughs> it could have been a particularly like angry cat as well like you, know, you never know <laughs> well, that, that goes into like local history and um i think local storytelling as well i think probably conspiracy theories and stuff go date back to as long as people could tell stories i know probably one of the ones that did start it all off big style was probably jack the ripper um yeah. like how many different conspiracy theories thought Jack Jack Ripper was like part of the royal family, or was such? We still to this day do not know who Jack the Ripper is, yeah. but there's so many the, theories about it. I think they've like almost narrowed it down to like a possibly like a Polish immigrant type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know like names or anything. Um, but also like in London as well, there was Springheel Jack. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Springheel Jack. Yeah, it was supposedly just like this weird man who was terrorizing people yeah. could shoot fire or something. Like that that could have you been some the last podcast, by the way. <laughs> oh, possibly not. They mentioned it on the Jack the Ripper episode. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's um but that again, like obviously he starts conspiracies. Was this guy like some kind of Batman villain who had technology? Like he'd created like jump boots and like flamethrowers. Like it does sound like something out of Batman when you hear the stories about how he would belch fire and jump over the wall. He would just kind of terrorize people. <laughs> wasn't didn't um wasn't he brought in one of the episodes of Luther as well? Like one of the uh, one of the killers in Luther was uh, yeah. using using him as an inspiration. He would just knock on random doors, and if someone answered, he would stab them to death. Yeah, I'm not sure if Springhill Jack actually killed people, from what I understand. Um, yeah. But yes, you're right though, Luther, because he was a guy who had like a creepy mask and stuff. He was like a little a young serial killer type of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, Springhill Jack just scared people. That's why they say Springhill Jack. Yuck, yuck. <laughs> 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 <It's just> funny. <laughs> It wasn't funny for his victims if he did exist. <laughs> yeah. um, I really, I really love Alan Moore's take on Jack the Ripper from Hell. The physician, mm. is it the physician? The physician um, uh, yeah. thingy when they made the film. What was he called? Um, uh, Frodo, not Frodo. Uh, Bilbo yeah. the Baggins was the killer. Yeah, Ian Holmes, and it was like it was a, a royal doctor who 
who was the one who was carrying out these crimes because the prince used to have a, was a very promis- promiscuous man who liked his ladies <laughs> <laughs> his ladies of the night and mm. this doctor was the one who basically got rid of them <laughs> yeah like the cleaner <laughs> So yeah, I do like that one, but I know that they have, I didn't realise that this was a job, that actually people sit there and try to figure out who Jack the Ripper is, that's their job, they sit around each other and just talk about it. Historians. Historians. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not Jack the Ripper though, like I understand the work of historians. (laughs) The thing is though, that probably, when it comes to like UK type of type of um I was yeah that's what I was, what I was saying like the UK conspiracy theories it's quite not as intense as like what they've got in other countries and like especially like say the US United States yeah. where they've like, say, got all these different beasts and animals we've got, um, we've got like I say a beast of Mogwa or who killed this person back in 1989 or something like that um because there's not really been many like say through the through the years other than like say the obvious ones like the Princess Diana and stuff like that. Yeah. But um Oh, got stand up. I've got one for the homegrown ones. Um again, one of my mates put us onto it, and that was the uh the conspiracy theory that the Titanic was an insurance job. Ah yes, I did forget <laughs> about this. It was a different ship. Yeah. Aye, um, and that had been filmed beforehand, and apparently it's all based on a book mm-hmm. as well. There was a book came out like five years before the sinking of the Titanic, and yeah. the book is about uh a ship called the, uh, you know, Big Tannic or something like that, <laughs> and it yeah, sets off. It and... so similar. I've heard of this. Um, but yeah, um, it it's kind of goes down the same sort of lines as some of the conspiracy theories uh, that surround nine eleven, mm-hmm. um, because there was always uh, that conspiracy branch of it that they just insured the towers and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, basically that he built this ship and he insured this ship, saying that it was unsinkable and all the rest of it. And when the ship sank, he kind of got. <laughs> and I'll take all of that money and I'll be on my way to start a new life in South America kind of thing. Um, Just don't but... think people are that clever. Like, Emma. I really think give a lot of, like, a lot of praise to people, like, to say they could come up with these ideas. I just don't really think people are that clever to think like that. Because I know at the time when the Titanic, Titanic was getting built, they were building two identical ships yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Um, And there's been photographic evidence, uh, well, apparently evidence to show that there was things on the Titanic that weren't on the actual ship, which um, were on the opposite of the ship. I can't remember what it was called, but yeah. um, and it was supposed to be that um, there was a problem with the actual Titanic ship, so they used the other one actually to go out, and that's the one that was singable. <laughs> but uh, and that's 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 supposed to be what happened. But again. It would yeah. be some kind of horrific insurance job for so many people to die in that the most horrific way. Like, I just love that. that, that... Do it. Sorry, keep going, Sammy. No, that was it. <laughs> all right. Okay. I love the, the theory that obviously they built the sister ship and it was like, I oh, will put all of these bulkheads in the uh, in the bottom of the Titanic to make sure that it's unsinkable. And then they looked at the sister ship and went, Ah, we won't bother with them in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God said that uh, one was missing a rib and all that, so we just won't put the ribs in that one. It's some mad fucking fundamentalist thing. 
But I, I think the the Titanic insurance one gets debunked most by it does relate to the sister ship and the fact that they wanted to show video footage of the Titanic being launched, mm-hmm. but they didn't have the facilities to do it. But they did have footage of the sister ship being launched, right. so they took the footage of the sister ship and went, "No, this is a Titanic. Look, big ship." Big ship. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, never expecting anybody to be measuring the portholes on the side of it or anything like that. Oh, didn't realise how anal people want to get in the future and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. But no, that was always a good one. I, see, I, I liked um, about the Titanic because there was so many different things that was thrown about. Um, but it, it just goes back to like how much people want to believe stuff as well, I think. Um, and again, not to get too... Uh, preachy or, or stuff but I think that's the human race to its T it needs to believe in something to have kind of like hope or or that type of need because if people don't believe in things in a certain way it kind it, it, it leaves them or say empty shall we say and uh, that's why like things like not well I'll, I'll not say religion but like cults shall we say the up north cult <laughs> uh, people can get invested in believing in a way that sometimes can be unhealthy, shall we say. And I'm trying to do that in a way where it's not telling me, telling, like, slating off other people's beliefs. Because yeah. um, I don't <laughs> want to start... In a, in a whole, what you've just described there as well, mm-hmm. conspiracy theories and fandoms kind of go hand in hand because it's a way of, like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a break from your own reality and you're mm-hmm. creating, like, something to make things more interesting and but then, like, fandom does exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah, but I, yeah. Didn't want, I didn't want to start sl- sl- slitting off Scientology and have all the crazy bastards come after us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> um, you're right about, like, it, it does actually sort of link into fandoms quite a bit because every time something new comes out, like, there'll be people saying, like, oh, the, like, Marvel only did that because of this. You know, like, there's always, like, a something because of this. And, like, and a lot of people try and predict, like, they try and make patterns out of stuff, like, oh, well, this movie is going to come out here because it's going to link into this. And I don't think there's like that much overall thought put in everything. Like they'll be like, oh, well, they won't release it now because the, the marketing isn't ready for this like new thing. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like people do like look at every like tiny decision that every like actor, director, writer makes yeah. and think it's a massive thing. And it might just be mm-hmm. the writer got tired and he forgot that story plot point and missed something, you know. <laughs> True. But um. Talking about movies, because again, and there's a lot of conspiracy theories about films, TV shows and stuff out there. One of the ones um, I was reading about the other day and I absolutely love because they, they, like, they'll twist the concept of the film and totally take it away that shouldn't be. Did everyone hear the concept about Ferris Bueller? Yes. That, yeah. it, that uh, it was kind of like Fight Club. Ferris Bueller isn't actually real. It's all like his oh, friend on Cameron's head. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> so it's Cameron living the day and um, living his perfect day. Yeah, and that Ferris is just like his imaginary thing in his head that's going around and like because little things like they say, like best friend wouldn't let his uh, uh, girlfriend strip out naked in front of his best friend and mm-hmm. be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and certain things, aspects, and how Cameron destroyed his dad's car at the end was just him letting go and. And being Ferris as well, so yeah. that... allowing the Ferris to come into him. Mm-hmm. Um, the Greek story yeah. makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
there's like there's a few like Sorry. there is a few like dark fan theories like that but they always seem to end up being like the character was dead the whole time like like <laughs> as if as if that's like the darkest most interesting thing you can think of like the character was in a coma the whole time yeah. um because there's like there's there's ones about pokemon like the anime where it's like oh ash is put in a coma when pikachu first shocks him at the end of like the second episode or whatever and it's like oh well don't you notice how all the characters demeanors change towards him and it's like yeah because that's the progression of the show like he's making <laughs> friends <laughs> he had a traumatic experience and then they got through it and now the show is slightly different and it's like i think people have done it with harry potter as well like mm. like the hogwarts team are like nurses in the, the psychiatric ward and stuff like that yeah. oh my uh, god how bad is that <laughs> it's like harry's had like a psychotic break he's not actually going to wizard school it's like the... <laughs> yeah i don't know i like that but uh charlotte pointed out one in the chat of one of my favorites as well just remind us uh peter pan being the furry man for all kids who passed away to show them oh, to heaven oh that just makes me go cold but they all they all they all come home at the end though because <laughs> oh, because they, they, they never really leave us <laughs> <laughs> we've got one like that with Alice in Wonderland as well there's always a lot of people jumped into Alice in Wonderland and it's been oh you know is it uh is it really an adventure or is it all a dream or is she completely batshit crazy in a straitjacket in a Victorian uh insane asylum I would watch um, that film all over the place though. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's um the the American McGee uh computer yeah. game series runs off that principle and right. you've got his, his first one was called Alice, and then the second one is called Return to Madness, and it is very much based on the fact that Alice is absolutely out of her mind. Uh, some of the imagery in it is absolutely incredible as well. No spoilers, go and play it. It's a bit no, of no, a funky platformer, but um, they're doing a TV show of it. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they got yeah. announced last week, didn't it? Yeah, I, I didn't play it as a kid, but I got a lot of love in the in the in the in the Facebook group. A lot of people were like all for it and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I would watch the hell out of that like a crazy Alice going down down as I've mentioned a few times down the rabbit hole of just proper uh, insanity and drugs induced uh, mayhem so <laughs> I suppose the, the the following the white rabbit thing could lead us on to like the people that think the matrix is like oh. a real thing that we are in a simulation <laughs> right now <laughs> no no honestly <laughs> but yeah like um I don't really know the particulars um, about why or how, but I don't know. Like, it's no. just one of them things. Like, it, <laughs> how could you make a computer simulation that could do this? That could simulate us talking through a computer to yeah. each other. It's just silly. <laughs> uh, I like the idea, but that, that the, the premise of the Matrix after the first film disappeared, disappeared up its own ass um, yeah. of importance. Too much to take serious at all. Yeah, but these people generally generally believe that the Matrix is real. Mm -hmm. We are living in it because our yeah. lives are that boring. They <laughs> <laughs> need something else to make sure that, can, that there is going to be an escape at the end. I do like that. I, I like the line in it when uh, Neo is out in the Matrix and the top of the eating food and says, "Why does everything taste like chicken?" Maybe they didn't know what this tasted like, so they made everything taste like chicken. Uh, <laughs> that was always uh, the good premise. But yeah. The other it makes thing, much more sense in a 90s setting, like a simulated yes. world where there's less, like, yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Woman in the red dress, there to distract <laughs> you. But I, I like the whole premise of deja vu as well. Like, 
been a glitch in the matrix that was always quite a good premise but yeah like one of the funniest though and then charlotte did bring it up uh in the podcast chat earlier today was uh the whole uh three men and a little lady conspiracy theory about the ghost oh, in the course. window that, that oh, yeah. went on for years and it was yeah. just a, a promo for 10 dancing's last film or something that was left out of him yeah he brings <laughs> earlier on in the film and then puts it there and that's what you can see but I do remember that one I lived for that I'm really gullible, <laughs> <laughs> gullible. <laughs> so I like I to be fair you, you did help us start up a cult without realizing so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, Complicity. I'm really gullible. So I like I take everything and like the poltergeist one like I still live for that like the fact that the, the whole set was cursed and yeah I I, I I like I love stuff like that. But <laughs> well, like oh, so many films have got that type of like element, like that that bleeds into a little bit like the urban myths type yeah. aspect where um like say The Exorcist was supposed to be one of the most cursed films, like the Superman films as well. Like uh after the, yeah, it was supposed to be like Superman. a cursed set. Every well, every Superman's died in quite uh, apart from the most recent ones. Mm-hmm. So maybe two have died in like horrific circumstances, like George um who played the first Superman? Ben Affleck oh. played in, in a film. Oh, George movie. Harrison. Was it George Harrison? Not George. No. His Something. name is... It's George something. Mm. Oh, no, it's George. Yeah, because um, he, he died very, very young. Mm. Very mysteriously. Yeah. Really mysteriously. And then, obviously, Christopher Reeves had his accident. Mm. Um, and the last who played Lois Lane ended up in an insane asylum for a little bit as well. Yeah, she, had a, she, she had a breakdown. Break yeah, she did. Um, Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have a great life. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't. I'm not blaming Superman for Marlon Brando. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if um some of those just obviously like like we we're saying before, it's like you can connect the dots and like oh these all these guys all worked on a film together. That's the connection. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if some of that old like Hollywood superstition comes from like actual like thing real life things that went wrong like isn't there some john wayne movie where they shipped in radioactive sand from like some nuclear test site oh, okay. and a lot of people on set got cancer from the radiation so i wonder if it's like a little bit of the hollywood like mystique oh, where it's like <laughs> yeah there's also a movie that's cursed like a movie script that's cursed um it's gone Ooh. it went through the a few actors the last one it got was john candy it mm-hmm. was the western he was working on. Uh, wagons, um, wagons, wagons, wagons. Oh no, what's it called? Like that, yeah. And he he died on that. But apparently, it's like been a filtered script that's changed and gone into other people, and other actors have died from it. Like it's a long time ago since I heard this one. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a, a cursed movie. Wow, well, it's, like, it's like the video tip from the ring, but in the script form. <laughs> <laughs> No, was it they said um, James Dean's car you crashed in, little bastard? That was always a cursed car as well. That yeah, uh, like any, anything happened, anyone who drove it bad things always happened to it. Yeah, it's in a museum now. I think like doesn't get touched at all because they do think it's like cursed. <laughs> one of those, one of those guys from Ghost Adventures has like a haunted items museum, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins in, <laughs> in Las Vegas. I want to go more than anything. That would be so good, wouldn't it? <laughs> He's got um, Bella Lugosi's mirror, which apparently is a like, haunted as fuck. <laughs> so you're supposed to be standing in front of it, and shit happens behind you. Nice. Um, He's also got Jack Kowalkian, mm-hmm. um, his van. 
Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of murder murderville- um, like He's got a lot of Bundy stuff. He's got a lot of Manson stuff. I don't particularly agree with half that shit, but mm-hmm. he does have a lot of like interesting artifacts. Yeah, I would be more interested in like the haunted items. Um, yeah. Than actual, well, you know, yeah. murder shit. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I would definitely go and have a dance around with Annabelle, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, you're not allowed to take Annabelle away from its owner for too long. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I'd say when it goes, like I said, talking about things like that, I know it's not classed as, I would say, conspiracy theories, but I think it leads in a lot into it was, uh, like I say, a lot of the urban legends that was told around about in the American time, like things like uh, Bloody Mary, um, saying like in the mirror so many times, I think Candyman lended a lot, lot to that. Yeah. But um like say about yeah the things about um like say having been in the gold gas station and the weird gas guys trying to get your attention but all he's trying to do is tell you that someone's in the back seat of the car and stuff like that um well, stupid though i'd listen to them like i'd be like yeah what <laughs> <laughs> you'd be lift <laughs> but it was, it was all just about like this scare like uh teenage promiscuity and like keep a uh, um women know their place and not travel alone and stuff like that in dark places that was always there to try and scare them a lot, in a lot yeah of like the like the famous like you know, the guy with the hook hand comes for you and you drive away and the hook's attached to your car door afterwards when you <laughs> when you stop <laughs> when you hear the slides on the top of the roof where it's really your boyfriend like being attached and you pull away you, you, you pull on the rope to hang them and stuff like that <laughs> But, uh, no, I think that delves into a lot of different things, but I think that's a different episode. All on cool. yeah, I'd like to do a, an urban legends episode. I've, I've definitely got some research. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tales so, of the unexpected. <laughs> but no, um, I think we've been through like say down like say I'm scared that the government's actually going to come and get us soon with the stuff of uh, kind of divulge. But um, venture, uh, which whatever one comes first. <laughs> so, <Percy not. laughs> so anyone else got anything else you want to bring up or is happy to wrap up no i was like um, i good. just wanted to make sure i got me uh katie perry one out there uh, that's, really, really <laughs> that's that's probably one up there for one of the strange ones i've heard today yeah, it's true though you can google it and she has been asked katie <laughs> <laughs> perry are you jumping in <laughs> like, why how do you even get there <laughs> I've got one for the crazy ones if we're uh, talking about celebrities. I mentioned him earlier on, Bill Hicks. And I love the conspiracy theory that Bill Hicks and Alex Jones are the same person. Oh my God, <laughs> that is so good. Oh dear, I'll tell you why I love it because it, are we all familiar with Andy Kaufman? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that I'm hoping that Bill has gone full Andy Kaufman. Right. And that he did, he faked his own death and he became Alex Jones. And over the course of the years and the way that things have changed and what have you, he spied a gap in the market and mm-hmm. he thought, right, I'm going to get into the public eye and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to stay in the public eye the same way that Donald Trump did. And in about 15 years time, we're going to get Alex Jones, getting the <laughs> president of the United States of America. And he strides out in front of the White House and he steps up to the microphone to give his first address and he just goes, <laughs> oh boy, it's here to please you. I think that would be absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Well, you it would just be a lifelong work for him to get elected president of the fucking United States. Like, I think you, know how, you know how you would know, though, because he wouldn't just say that, he would light up a joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't they say that about Trump as well? That like Trump was literally breaking the Republican Party from inside. 
Like he was he was doing all this crazy shit because he was trying to break the actual party and he was really a democrat the whole time i think um, that's just that there's that just made the most sense based on what was happening at the time. <laughs> uh, I, I but again you know sammy as you said before i don't think trump's that clever to pull that no. off <laughs> you're right you're uh, right i can't give him that much credit no <laughs> uh, it's, it's been an interesting few years shall we say yes <laughs> A lot of things I thought would never happen happened, and that's why I think aliens might be a more plausible yeah. explanation than any shit that's happened in the last few years. <laughs> any day now, any day now, aliens. I just go with what Grant came up with: multiverse. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks, guys. Like, see, it's been interesting. I, I didn't expect us to get as much information out there as we probably did. It's been there. Uh, <laughs> enlightening and scary at the same time i'm gonna be sleeping with this light on looking out and seeing anything through the windows but uh we shall now call ourselves the illuminati the midnight society <laughs> oh i would love to do Hi. that go, to, go all alone alone in the dark and start telling our stories that would be epic. <laughs> As long as I get to throw sand everywhere. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, just to say thank you, I really needed this today. Like, I really mm. needed a good value lap. So thank you, guys. No, thanks. Like <laughs> no we problem. all need it, and like I say, that's what we all here for. But um, again, like I say, thank you, everyone in the Nerdy Up North community. The group's grown massively, and it's getting some interesting topics. Again, it's not just meme central anymore. Um, <laughs> again, like I said. Like I say, trying to take the toxicity and like I say, out of like the fandom, and a lot of people are sharing interests and uh, talking about subjects that probably they wouldn't expect to. Like again, not judging anyone, but Mrs. Brown Boys was brought up on the Facebook group, and no one tore them down, which again surprised because I even wanted to, but I I, I held back. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no, I think people are getting familiar with each other, and it's just like knowing who you're talking to and the banter that you have with each other and mm-hmm. you know making sure that you, you're not putting someone down just because they don't agree with what you mm-hmm. and that was the the whole idea of this yeah mm-hmm. no gatekeeping yes <laughs> no definitely and um in fandoms definitely certainly so again like i say thank you everyone remember we're now on twitter we're on instagram like i say uh our main platforms for the podcast is youtube uh spotify and amazon no, Amazon, uh, Apple Music. Is it Apple Music now? I don't know what it's called. Yeah, Apple Podcast. Yeah, but yeah. Does anybody get your podcast, really? We're there. Mm-hmm. We're Certainly. And as Grant found out, we're literally on every single device going, which blows my mind. Um, the, like I said, we'll the, probably be up over the next few days on the on the other formats as well. But next week, I believe, uh, we are taking it, down a, taking it down a different route. We're going. I think we're going to 80s comedies next week. Is that right? Yes. Top five, top five yeah, 80s yeah. comedies. Yeah. Yeah. With Kev. Kev. Yeah. Kev's joining us. Uh, we're going to be three man next week. And then, um, like I say, I don't know what's happening after that. I've, we've got a few planned out, so it should be interesting. I think it's retro gaming after that, is that? It is. I think. I think it think, is. Think, Could be. Yes. <laughs> Talking about Master Systems, Mega Drives, SNESs. Uh, I really enjoyed our one. You came on for the charity podcast, Jake, and we talked about old gaming systems. I just 
to be fair, we kind of took over. That was a bit shopping on Jay because he wanted to talk about Mario and Sonic, but we kind of didn't let him. Yeah, <laughs> I'll talk retro <laughs> games anytime. I think if we do if we do that podcast, maybe I'll drag my box of old game systems and maybe I'll just hold them all up. <laughs> Don't tell. <laughs> so tune in live or in the video format if you want to see some dirty old Super Nintendo's. <laughs> And thank you this week for Grant's dog for making an appearance. It was a very lovely touch. <laughs> yeah, I just had to throw something at her because she's dreaming. So she's galloping on the couch and uh, woofing in her sleep. And obviously a dog that size, she's making all sorts of fucking rackets. <laughs> yeah, I've got a big one right behind us, right here, sprawled out on the couch. She's there. Mm. Oh, I never noticed <laughs> that. Right next to us. Camo dog. <laughs> 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 but yeah, hopefully we'll fix the tech- technical issues next week and yeah, have better camera quality. But um, yeah, the government took down our cameras, people. <laughs> Spread the word. Spread the word. <laughs> the nerdy word. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was nearly singing bird is the word is a word. Bird is the word. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks everyone. And uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Keep watching the skies. Uh, the truth is out there. <laughs> well,